Uh, welcome to the Dale Podcast. In a Dale Podcast. I don't know. I forgot how that song goes. Uh, <laughs> welcome to this the Dale is Podcast. The Dale Podcast, where we say some funny things and we play fun games. So talk about some things and get into stuff. It's the Dale Podcast. We <laughs> just can't get enough. Yeah. On the Dale Podcast, we talk about some recent news, we discuss some gross honey, and just shoot the shit about Christmas and everything else. Enjoy! The Dale Podcast. Uh, today it's just me, Jeff, and Will. Yeah. Me being Jeff, and then Will. Only two of us, not three people. No, less than three, but more than one. Hey. Can imagine if well, can you imagine if we had the balls to like do that? Well, if it was just one person, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna do that next. I'm just gonna do a solo podcast on my own. It's like lots of dead air, like <laughs> just like lots of silences, just, just talking about my thoughts, <laughs> and lo- and and then there's just like three minutes of this. No. <laughs> when I'm wait, someone's up at, when I'm eating a whole chicken. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, wait, someone's at the door, and you don't come back for like 37 minutes. And you just keep all that in the podcast. <laughs> it was my mom. <laughs> um, you want me to do some news? Yeah, news. News. Some news. We haven't done some news in a while. No. Okay, let me get my news out. Uh, just whip it out, man. Just whip it out. Just flop it on the table. Flop I was out. hoping Rocky would be here for this one because it's uh, one he'll enjoy, but he'll just have to hear it when he listens. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Texas sues Georgia to try to overturn election results. The state of Texas sued the state of Georgia, as well as three as well as three other states, in an effort to persuade the U.S. Supreme Court to throw out election results that showed Joe Biden won the most of the votes. Votes. Oh my God! So Texas is like <laughs> we don't like that Joe won, won most of the votes, and when it's not true, so we're going to sue these states. I don't agree with that. Let's sue. <laughs> uh, the states are Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. The Sinister Six. Wait, is that six? One, two, three, four. Four! Uh, yeah, but <laughs> so they're trying to overturn the election counts and have it, you know, they're saying that Trump, uh, they defeated, since he, even though he defeated Trump by t- nearly 12,000 votes in Georgia, they're like, uh, that's not true. Like, that, we don't think that that's, <laughs> We think that there's illegal signature votes. And Texas alleges that there are 80,000 forged signatures and on absentee ballots in Georgia, but they don't bring forward a single person this has happened to because it never happened. Yeah, they so don't it, have any actual examples. They they just keep claiming these they things, but they don't have any. This happened. Yeah. Uh, where, where did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, in a dream. In a dream. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Texas. <laughs> Here we go. This is this is something you should watch out for. Uh, working at that with the PS5s over there at the GameStop right now. Okay. Uh, gangs are doing Fast and Furious style heists on moving semi trucks to steal PS5s. Holy shit! That was yeah. All, they were going after TVs and DVD players. 
you know, now they're going after PS5. So in the UK, the police call these types of thefts rollover raids. And they basically, what they do is they, it's basically like Fast and the Furious. They pull their cars up behind these semi-trucks carrying high-value goods. They're, they're, they've been targeting uh, trucks recently because of PS5s. But while they're in there, they also steal, like, TVs and, like, uh, different electronics and, you know, jewelry and whatever they can get their hands on. But they're going in for the PS5s. And this has happened in uh, 27 heists have happened in the last uh, – since the since the PS5 has gone out in Whoa. Romania, the UK, uh, different parts of Chile, and uh, Argentina, and then as well as uh, a bunch of them in the United States. Uh, how, how many units would that be, like, that they have now have to write off? That's oh, crazy. God. That's yeah. a lot of units to get stolen. The FBI is huge... currently investigating it. Damn. There was this yeah. meme I saw. I don't know if you saw it. They're like, damn, the PS5 is only $203. And it's because they're shopping for a, a, a ski mask, some boots, and a knife. <laughs> 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 and together it's $203. And they're like, damn, the PS5 is only $203. <laughs> I mean, I've like, seen videos of people like legit brawling at a at a Walmart in order to get in to get a PS5 that the Walmart didn't even have. Yeah. Damn. Uh, here's my next story. All right. Japan to fund AI matchmaking to boost the birth rate. Hmm. So Japan's uh, birth rate has fell below below a record low of 865,000 uh, born in a year. Uh, and so what they're trying to do is they're trying to make this AI project to pair people up so they can boost their fertility rates. And this AI is basically going to try and match people by all its like smart AI technology and, you know, bring them together so they can, uh, you know, make more babies in Japan. Oh my God. Because apparently people are becoming more reclusive. Yeah. I, yeah like, there's I a lot. heard like, it's like a, the portion of their population that's elderly is like skyrocketing. Yeah, like, like they're they're not having enough kids to, like, to balance the amount of the elderly. And, and then you get, I mean, you get people like there's a, it's a huge thing going on over there where people are marrying like, uh, like people like what is it like animated people on the internet or like uh, you know like <laughs> video game characters or like pillows or like an AI or like a robot that they built crap like that. Like people in Japan are are. Do, or getting married to these things, and it's like, well, I just, like, what well, makes you happy? But at the same time, you're <laughs> not, not making happy. any babies. They're not happy. I mean, you know, let's not presume to assume they're happy because <laughs> they're not. <laughs> uh, here's another one Peoria, Illinois is where this took place. Peoria artist says man posed as building owner hired him for a mural, then disappeared. So this guy, uh, and he basically called this artist, a local artist, and the guy was like, hey, my name's Nate, I own this building, I want you to draw this uh, weird piece of art, like, on my wall, my building, yada yada, and he's like, okay, cool, he dropped off the paint, and, you know, when he first met them, he only met the guy twice, the first time is when he dropped off the paint, and he got half the payment, and then again, when he brought the final payment, and then he's like, okay, I'll finish the piece, and so it took about three days to paint the mural, and after he had painted the mural, he got a call, and he was like, uh, you know, he got a call from a guy named the actual building owner, whose name was Nate as well, <laughs> and 
And he was like, hey, I thought this was a prank at first. So he calls and he asks, you know, hey, uh, you know, this is this him? Do you know what you did? You painted on my building. They had a chuckle about it because he's like, well, it's hard to paint it. And I'm not sure what the guy's motive was, but I wish I can get a hold of him to find out. But, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And, God, what did he... Um, it said that there was a, a Russian mural is now covered, but it said a, a it, it had a Russian phrase that roughly translated to peace land cookies. Mm. And uh, it had a lot of weird, like, little things around it. And it was just, like, a bizarre thing. It's just like, I don't know, I just, you know, whatever. I thought that'd be whatever the client wants is what the client gets. <laughs> and uh, apparently it wasn't even the client. But some guy paid him still. Some other person That's paid so the artist. Weird. <laughs> to do that so it's not like yeah so it uh that is so weird uh Whoa. this this one i thought rocky would enjoy but he's not here so he he can he can enjoy it in after the fact again uh man fined thirty five hundred dollars for breaking taiwan coronavirus quarantine for eight seconds so the authorities slapped a man with a thirty five hundred doubt dollar fine which uh i'm sure not sure what the currency is in taiwan it's a, oh it's a one hundred thousand Taiwan dollars, which is around thirty-five hundred of our dollars. Uh, the man was caught on CCTV by hotel staff who contacted the Department of Health. Uh, they were, uh, let's see, their people in quarantine should not think they won't be fined, even if they're leaving their hotel room. So he left his hotel room for eight seconds, and the hotel room staff saw that, even though he was under quarantine, he's not allowed to leave his hotel room, and the hotel staff saw him that and reported him to the authorities. And to the health department and yeah, Department of Health and the authorities and got him fined and he uh, <laughs> was basically jailed. Uh, like he got confined to his room under guard and was fined all that money and yeah, under all kinds of uh, all kinds of fines and shit like that. I think it's seriously over there. It's oh yeah, like over over here. I mean, I'm not saying we we need to get at that level over here, but we definitely need to have a firmer hand. I think take it seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they take it like my rights. My right over here, it's like my rights, <laughs> and it's like, but then still, you know, I love how they're always saying my rights, but then they endorse fascism. <laughs> A bunch of inbreds. Are they telling me because they look like they're inbred? Uh, this one's fun. Okay. Russian police hunt thieves who plundered a top secret doomsday plane. So uh, in Moscow, there's a apparently a plane that they have a called the Doomsday Plane, and it's designed to use during a nuclear war. And it has like a bunch of top secret equipment, uh, uh, technology, different, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And they uh, the robbery, uh, which raises questions as the as to their security, which is one thing. And the, but they stole sensitive military related installations and. They modified the aircraft in a way that they, you know, they found out, but they had modified the aircraft and stole 39 electronic units from the cargo hatch, mm. and uh, it, which were roughly estimated to be worth about 1 million rubles, which was $13,600, which is not a lot of money, but it's still like, still technology in the wrong hands is still sketchy, especially yeah, in absolutely. Russia. Uh, the incident came after President Vladimir Putin plowed the vast funds into overhauling the Russian military amid tensions with the West that they are the highest since the end of the Cold War. <gasps> the Kremlin said measures would be taken to stop such a theft occurring again. We'll see about that. I mean, if it happened once. This one's fun. I like this. Uh, Nicholas Cage ex uh, to explore history of swear words for Netflix. 
So he's going to, uh, it's going to be a, 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 a series with Funny or Die and B-17 Entertainment on Netflix, hey, where he will cool. delve into the origins of six curse words in this show. Uh, the curse words are fuck, shit, bitch, dick, pussy, and damn. <laughs> and he's going to examine the origins, usage, and cultural impact of these specific words, oh my God. which is kind of cool, yeah. great. Should, yeah. I feel like they, then they could do a sequel and just like do more. There are 20-minute episodes, and they'll feature a host of celebrity guests. Among them will be uh, Joel Kim Booster, D. Ray Davis, Open Mike Eagle, Nikki Glaser, Patty Harrison, Jim Jeffries, Nick Offerman, Sarah Silverman. Uh, yeah. See, this is the kind of project we want Nick Cage to be in. Yeah, right? This is this is what we want. We don't want Season of the Witch or fucking whatever he did. Stolen. Stolen. Not so it's set to premiere January 5th. And a teaser for that's out right now on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, go check out the teaser for it. I will check it out. History of Swear Words. <sighs> that sounds great. That's yeah, exactly the kind of program I, I, I'd be down to watch. I'll, I'd binge that. I'll binge it for sure. Uh, also, something fun. Apparently, uh, Kate Nicholas Cage has taken onto recent months uh, two dramas. Uh, one at a two dramas at Amazon, and one he'll play the Tiger King, uh, where he plays Joe yeah. Exotic, <laughs> and the other one, uh, Hellfire, based on a novel by Ewing Kohler, where he voices the lead character, a dragon who lives in the Louisiana swamp. Wow, that sounds cool. Yeah, hmm. I'd watch that. Yeah, see, Nick Cage, you should do more stuff like yeah. this. Oh, look forward to more Nick Cage stuff soon. I was on kind of a Nick Cage-a-thon the other day, and it culminated with me watching Gone in 60 Seconds, which I had never seen. And oh, Rocky, wow. always, Rocky had always recommended, and he loved it. I don't know how he feels about it now, but um, but yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty, I liked, I liked the, there was a slight cheese to it. I, yeah, I, for I, sure. I dug, I dug it. And dug it. It's it's more like it's like the same kind of cheese as you get from like uh, Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Thirteen or something. It's like yeah, you know, it was a it, I don't know, it was a schmooziness, but it was a fun schmooziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched that before that. We watched Con Air. Before that, that we watched nice. yeah, and before that we watched The Rock. The Rock when blew. he pulls that stock of Brussels sprouts out of the oh my god, the, uh, <laughs> making uh, gas orbs look like a stock of Brussels sprouts. Oh my god, I know. And then like. He like puts it in the guy's mouth and then kicks his freaking chin yep. so he uh, smashes inside his mouth. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. it. Anyway. Uh yeah, I got one last story. Okay. Rats besiege New York Chipotle, eating avocados and attacking staff. Uh oh. Uh, so these rodents on the upper west side location, uh, they had to close when they were shoot out of the wiring system. And they had broken into the Chipotle, and they were feasting on avocados and burritos. And by the sounds of it, they, dis <laughs> they disturbed the staff. And at first glance, it might seem like small potatoes, but the CDC or yet yeah, warned against uh, New York's cannibal rats during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, so there's cannibal rats recently in New York. Oh my god! Uh, because they were they were starved, and so they became like like super rats, basically cannibalizing really other rats. So, you know, there was like, yeah, that's horrifying. But they, so they were saying, so on that day, they were running amok in Chipotle, eating all kinds of shit. And they were like chomping on the employees, chewing through the wire system. Like they were attacking the employees. Oh my God. And that sounds like a real life horror film. Creature yeah, feature. Yeah, it's, it's like, it, those creature they, apparently it's pure chaos every time a rat appears in New York now. Like it's just, it's 
but and and apparently they're also getting more brazen and more bold and not very like scared of people. Oh shit! Uh, but yeah, they, there's a huge infestation. They obviously closed down and got all that, uh, all the uh, get rid of all the kava, basically everything in the store, and got the people treated. But they ate like so many freaking avocados and ate so much fucking rice at that Chipotle. Apparently, I bet that place, I bet that place shuts down. Oh, probably after that. They're Completely. not. They're, it's not worth it to open back up. No. That's my news. That's my news. But I think 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 news. <laughs> that was great. Those are all great stories. Thank you. That was like a solid lineup. Like all of those stories were, were fucking rad. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I'm just saying that was a that was a particularly good news segment. I'm sad that no one else was around to hear it. Oh, they'll enjoy it. They'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Their loss. <laughs> hey, uh, well, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Name three movies that don't exist. Uh, Trial of the Gorge. <laughs> um, uh, Pepe Le Pew, the movie. <laughs> and uh, Refrigerators from Hell. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Bon appetit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you want me to do that? I just thought it'd be fun to just—I've seen a lot that. of weird questions asked on places, and so I wanted to just like bombard you, like, oh, what? Oh, shit. name three movies that don't exist. <laughs> Watch someone will be heaven. like, "Oh, Pepe Le Pew, the movie actually did happen. It was in 1971." No, but <laughs> oh, I remember that movie. No, I, I don't think that exists. I don't think he was good enough to get his own movie. Um, not even a TV movie. I mean, what, what you know, what? What, how much character is there? A Pepe Le Pew. He's a he's a, a sexual skunk. Yeah, it really threw French people under the bus with that character. I know, not so subtle, guys. Not so subtle. Just like the chef in The Little Mermaid. Zoe loves that fucking scene with the chef and his song and everything. And I just think it's the most over the top French guy I've ever seen. I'm just like, this is oh, absurd. Sure. This is absurd. <laughs> Where it's like that, uh, that Siamese cat and Aristocats. Oh God! Where it's, it's like so, all the Asian racism in the early Looney Tunes and Disney stuff. Every time they do it, this sounds really weird, but every time I do it, it's so unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like they could have. There's not like there's nothing about that. They're like, well, we kind of had to show this. Even in their own twisted minds, you know, like oh. you're right, yeah, like like no. every time, every time there's like a thing with like something racist in Looney Tunes, I'm always like that didn't even need to be in the sh the episode, <laughs> like that wasn't even that was pointless. Why why it's like there was just some guy, <laughs> some artist there going, I'm gonna be racist for five minutes. You wouldn't know it be I mean? funny if I drew a fucking <laughs> Indian with a feather in his head just in the background? Like, wouldn't that be fucking funny? <laughs> No, Greg. That wouldn't be funny. funny. <laughs> Remember, you know, because he's got red skin. <laughs> yeah, but what's the joke, Greg? <laughs> he's just he's there. A, he's, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my fucking God. You simple mind. <laughs> even back then, they're like, we're I mean, racist. Honestly, but I'm not. Back... <laughs> I'm not so, I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually what was a thing in the, in the creator's room somewhere. Like, all of them were a little bit racist, so they like putting little... Subtle, not funny, not funny 
little racist jokes throughout the. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be funny when the four racist people like us see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was lots of racist people back then. Well, none of them that would get that joke though. Yeah, no. But anyway, I don't know. What were what, what uh, were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. Why did Why did we go on a tangent about Looney Tunes? I, I don't forgot. know. <laughs> rewind the tape. Find them back. Uh, producer, could you like rewind the? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, what do you what, what did what were you bringing? Oh, what am I bringing? Okay, so I thought I'd do this. It doesn't have to be a segment, but I'm just calling it a segment right now. Okay, um, I'm gonna call it like Strange World or something like that. And I'm it's just like a a weird thing about the world, like an actual fact, like that's really creepy and weird and disturbing, mm. like. And like it's sometimes it's an object, sometimes it's like an event, sometimes it's like uh, a bit of history. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just yeah. something, yeah, or some kind of organization. Like it's just I'll always talk about something kind of weird. So the first one, the first segment of Strange World, is about have you have you ever put a little mellified man on? On any of your food? What do you mean? Mellified man? Have you ever had it? I don't know what that means. It's a kind of honey. It's a type of honey. Mellified man? Yeah. I've never heard that word before, so no. Really? Okay. So you probably haven't had it on anything like toast or mm, anything. No. Okay. That's that's probably good. Because <sighs> a mellified man or a human mummy confection was a legendary medical substance created by steeping a human cadaver in honey. The concoction is detailed in Chinese medical sources, including the Bankayo Gagmu of the 16th century. Relying on a second-hand account, the text reports a story that some elderly men in Arabia, nearing the end of their lives, would submit themselves to a process of mummification in honey to create a healing confection. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is fucking crazy. This process differed from a simple body donation because of the aspect of self-sacrifice. The mellification process would ideally start before death. The donor would stop eating any food other than honey, going as far as to bathe in the substance. Shortly, the donor's feces and even sweat would consist of honey. When this diet finally proved fatal, the donor's body would be placed in a stone coffin filled with honey. After a century, this, this process takes a hundred years, the contents would have turned into a soft uh, or sort of confection reputedly capable of healing broken limbs and other ailments. This confection would then be sold in street markets as a hard-to-find item with a hefty price. Dude. What? Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> so after about a hundred years, the body just basically just becomes... gets absorbed into the honey? Yeah, and it's just a goo. He just becomes goo with the honey. Like he just it's all together. No me gusta. Yeah. And people like would like eat it and rub it and do all kinds of weird stuff with it. And it was like it was kind of like a honey though. It kind of tasted like honey, but also something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. I don't like that. And do you imagine like these this the process takes a hundred years? So that, that means that 
this whole operation would have to be going on for centuries to even make sense. Like, I mean, you know someone I mean? would have had to just like been like, you know what, fucking toss them in that honey, and then they like forgot about it for a hundred years. Like, oh shit, we forgot about <laughs> Chad over like, there mm. in the honey. Oh, this is yummy. <laughs> oh my god, I like, let no. me put this on my bones real quick and see if it heals. <laughs> Remember, my bones are broken, all of them. <laughs> I put all I lather myself up with this like weird human honey, <laughs> and I just feel. Spick a span. Oh shit! I, I wish we didn't just do one guy. I wish we would have started more earlier. Oh man! Just one guy. Yeah. I can only sell so much because then when I'm out, that's it. We, we gotta wait another hundred years. <laughs> Worth it though. Worth it. Worth it. Have you ever had that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh no, man. It's no. not even a thing anymore, really. I mean, well, why'd you ask me if I've ever put it on my toast? Because I was trying to gross you out once you knew what oh, I was talking about. Oh, my God. I was worried that you've had it. <laughs> no, no. No, man. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Mm. I mean, technically, honey and anything, like, stuff that bees make are, like, bees are one of the most uh, sterile creatures on the planet like inside their hives are extremely sterile they're propolis uh from their hives you can use for like uh healing cuts and like abrasions and stuff we we when we had bees we'd scrape the propolis out and soak it in everly ever clear for a while and then it would absorb all the like nutritional stuff from the bee thing and then you just yeah use that it's really cool oh. bees are actually really like really sterile and so i wouldn't be surprised yeah. that the honey does heal yeah huh yeah, what if it totally works? <laughs> like, it's not one of those, like, kind of weird ancient medicines that don't actually work, you know what I mean? What if it actually the works? The way to find out is to do it, but we won't find out whether it works. Our ancestors will have I, to find I out think I, I think I know my post-death plan, though. I think oh. uh, I'm going to be honey. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honey. <laughs> <laughs> they better not mess with it before I'm honey. <laughs> They better wait for my honeyness to happen before yeah, disturbing it. A whole hundred years, like they like, they, like they, a time capsule. They 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 open up at seventy five, and you still see. I'm like, like, yeah, like yeah, I'm still alive somehow. <laughs> it keeps you alive. It's only the last ten days where you turn to goo. <laughs> no, just yeah, it's it like, just ah! it just goes pop, and you just explode yeah. into honey. I've been thinking about. <laughs> you, know, the, you know the you know how we've had that this how we keep having this discussion the blubber about flubber yeah, and blubber, i keep blubber. i keep going back to uh spider-man for some reason dude what's your deal with spider-man i just it's something that came to mind when i was, I was thinking about it is it the, the second video, one like no it's not even any of the movies it's like just spider-man just... in general uh -huh. but the movies in particular the games but it's like okay uh one of what what Spider Man does sometimes is he takes a uh, when he's fighting bad guys, bank robbers, people like that, he takes off the sewer lid, you know, the lid of a sewer, and he spins it in the air and hurls it at people. Mm -hmm. But he talks about how he doesn't kill people, but that'll fucking kill a person. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that Spider Man does to people would be totally fatal. Like. Yeah, the just way like, that, just like way, for example, how he punches Doc Ock. That would, like, yeah. break his jaw and knock him clean out. The way that he beats up bad guys in the games and stuff like that is, like, is, is so extreme. It's, like, 
they would they would be either in a coma or paralyzed. Like he rips a fucking mailbox from the ground and slams it onto a guy's back, and it's like, dude, that guy's gone. No, no, There's no <laughs> way. I don't care what kind of exo fucking scoot suit he's wearing. That guy's dead. Yeah, he's a dead man. He just fucking Better. plunged a mailbox into his head. I don't kill anybody except for all the guys I killed. <laughs> I don't direct. <laughs> I don't stab him or shoot him. I just. Throw blunt objects at them. Yeah, no, or just slam and just, or just throw all my body weight onto their head. Suddenly, you know what I mean? Like he'll just slam. He'll just jump and like slam down on people's heads and like all kinds of stuff. Like you'd break their shoulder. You'd disconnect their spines from their fucking shoulder blades. Like. <laughs> I mean, I guess we also have to live in the realm where Spider-Man exists, so it's like you have to take that with a grain of salt, if you will. People can take more abuse in this universe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> but it's still like, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, but, but then the combat... Another thing. Yeah. What? I was just saying the combat wouldn't be as fun, though. That's true. It wouldn't It wouldn't be... I mean, it would just be like... I don't know. It would just be like Damn. him... Like one hit and they're out. <laughs> yeah, he just socks them and that's, that's the only move. Like, the only people that you can really fight against are the big bad guys, like the bosses, not, like, just normal robbers. The only move is shoving. He just shoves them. (laughs) Oh, but back to, so, uh, that thing, um, that we talked about in our, in our, uh, chat group, Mm -hmm. um, how I think that it would have been great if, uh, when Harry Potter collected all the Horcruxes from Voldemort, if right before they're about to battle, Harry just like pulled out a Glock and it's just like, hey, Voldemort, like Horcrux this motherfucker, and he's like, bop, 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 you know, and just like <laughs> put like a fucking like a whole fucking clip in him. Yeah. And like obviously, you know, realistically Voldemort would be able to block that. But could you imagine if he was like distracting Voldemort just and the whole yeah, time yeah. while that was happening, Neville was in the fucking clock tower or wherever that bolt, like fucking like that Dumbledore fell from. He like snipes with a him. fucking sniper rifle <laughs> pointed right at Voldemort's head. Boom! Blast his head off. I know. What if it ended that way? Yeah, what if there's different ways that movies could have ended that in different ways? Like it completely distracts and and, and kills the themes and like. The spirit, the the spirit of the film, like at the last second, you know, it's, it's just like at the end. Of, what if, like at the end of uh, the last Star Wars movie, then it just shows Luke Skywalker waking up and is like, "What a weird dream," or something like that. <laughs> like that was <laughs> Tatooine. Yeah, and he's still there, <laughs> and like, um, so like none of that. Ha- and people would be so be like, "Wait a minute, did you just erase like all of Star Wars?" <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> yeah, man. I really thought that the audience really uh, were 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 ready for this. This is where we knew we were going. This was part of the plan. They don't understand art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, Zoe, uh, <laughs> Zoe, um, when it comes out, if she's awake, you know how like it comes out at like one in the morning. Or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I wait for it, and so it comes on. If she's awake, I'm like, I'm gonna. Is that cool if I watch this? And she's always like, Yeah. And she, uh, we we have pretty good discussions about it. Like, there's some things about the show that really bothered her early on, but they stopped doing it, and so she likes the show more now. <laughs> um, it has to do with uh, Baby Yoda or Grogu, um, him eating defenseless things alive. <laughs> 
And oh, I love it. Just I think it's I actually think it's kind of disturbing mm-hmm. actually. But like because he doesn't kill them and eat them, he just like swallows them whole. And I got to say that does it is kind of disturbing. Um and they make they make jokes about it and they put on t-shirts and they put on backpacks. Like, and oh, they'll show Baby Yoda holding a frog, and the, the frog has a frown on his face. Like, he's sad because he's about to be eaten. I'm like, that's not funny. That's horrible. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Well, I just, it's weird that it's become, like, it was no, such it's a true. It's such, he did all kinds of cute stuff in that season last year. Like, I don't know why the frog thing became, like, this big thing, but I'm just like, I think it's a little actually kind of dark. Because then he does it again, but he spits him out. He puts the frog in his mouth, and then he has it in his mouth for a bit, but then he decides to let it go and play with it. Like, and then, like, he's more gentle this season than... he's He still does eat things alive, but it's because they're attacking him, usually, you know? Yeah, eat like those because- little... Like the baby frog things that were attacking him in their little in their little uh, carrying case. Those things were really no, attacking him. No, no, I'm not talking about them. And I'm, those little I'm, boba balls he was munching on. I was so afraid for the little tadpoles once they were born. I was like, are they really gonna have him eat him or eat them now? Because that's really fucked up. But he doesn't. He just wants to play with it, like and yeah, keep. And then I and was, then I was honestly expecting him to eat it because that would have been horrible. Because he eat he ate unfertilized eggs. And while kind of horrible that he's doing that, you know, it doesn't mean he he wasn't really eating anything. He we do that. We eat unfertilized eggs. Um, I mean, we we uh, we like baby chicks too. Sometimes we baby baby animals. No, I know. Them. I'm just saying, like baby odor Grogu isn't doing that. He was just Monster. eating. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, she doesn't like that. And I'm like, and I, because Star Wars is really. I get cool. it the animals sometimes and she got was getting tired of it that's the reason why she really likes rebels is because the the way they treat animals in that show is really good um and ezra so she didn't of, like that they blew up that crate dragon no 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 um she didn't like that the freaking uh banthas the first bantha got eaten which you know okay but then mando like holds one down so that they could get eaten together or whatever, like he's sacrificing it, and the Bantha's clearly in distress and trying to get away, but he's like, no, stay, because he has the bomb strapped to him, you know? And, like, that was horrible. <laughs> I'm just like, they couldn't have found another way to, like, put the bombs in him, like, they don't have to strap, why do they have to strap it to, like, a living thing? <laughs> because that's what the what the Great Dragon's gonna go after, obviously. Yeah, I see. I, where, I see what you mean. I completely no, no. like. I completely she's get made it. Me, it's just she's like, definitely sure. made me softer on like stuff like that, which is, you know, it is what it is. It's just how I feel now. Like it does. It does. It's like almost like because we've been together so long, the kind of things that bothers her sometimes it bothers me because I can see her reasoning because she explains. No, it, what's it's really funny. Have you heard of the show Primal um, on HBO? Like it's based off of like a. Graphic novel. It's like this guy and a dinosaur that like are hang out and hunt, you know, and they like Is it live a together. Yeah, it's animated. It's a, like a caveman and a, and a T Rex kind of thing. Mm, I've heard of that. I thought it sounded kind of cool. <clears throat> it's really neat. I love it. I've only seen like four episodes, but it's like it's fucking rad. But there's a thing. So the caveman, the reason why he's, uh, you know, the reason why he's alone is because he's coming back from fishing and these dinosaurs eat his family. Like, spoiler alert, it's the first episode, it's been out for a while, who cares? 
uh, these dinosaurs eat his family. So he's like, you know, screw it, I'm alone, this sucks. <clears throat> and he's, you know, he's just like wandering through empty. And then he sees a dinosaur and he's like, shit, I'm pissed because a dinosaur killed my family. So he goes to kill the dinosaur. And it turns out that that dinosaur was just catching fish to feed its babies. And it was a mom dinosaur and it had two little children. And he was like, ugh, like, I'm mad, but I'm not going to attack you because you're a mom and I understand these are your babies and, I'm, and yada yada. Right, and right. He's about to, as he's about to turn away, the dinosaurs that killed his family show up and start attacking, you know, the mom and the babies. And so he obviously defends and he fights with the mom to protect the babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and long story short, the babies get eaten. What? Uh, yeah, they get tossed up, and it's really brutal. It's a fucking brutal show. It's not something I suggest Zoe watch. But the babies get eaten. But when the babies got eaten, the baby T Rexes, I was just like, no. But when the human kids got eaten, I was like, bah, who cares? <laughs> but when the <laughs> T Rexes got eaten, I was just like, little babies, they go, they don't know what to do. So he's he's not able to defend them. No, so he he helps defend like they get he wasn't because there was three other three dinosaurs and they're much bigger much bigger T Rexes than them two, right? But he uh, he they end up killing all three of them. But in the act of fighting two of them, one of them ate the babies, and oh. so you know they end up they end up yeah two, they end up killing eating the two babies in one bite. Uh, and so the the sto- the show basically is just like these two people these two creatures that lost their families sticking together in a sense. Gotcha. Yeah, dude, that would have really upset us, probably, or upset Zoe especially. It's a good show, though. It's really gnarly. It's, uh, I mean, it's it takes place in like you know a world where there's giant fucking snakes and there's T Rexes and there's like pterodactyls Holy and mammoths. cavemen and like woolly mammoths and shit. Like this is a brutal world where everything wants to kill you and you need to kill everything that wants to kill you. Go check it out. It's on HBO. <laughs> okay. I thought it'd be fun since it's the month of December. We could talk about our favorite christmas movies if you want oh yeah okay so you want to do that fun suggests and then once maybe we can do it again when we get yeah when we have more people get their get their suggestions get their thoughts on what theirs might be okay but... <clears throat> all right i don't know i can start you can name off a few because there's so many well there there's one of the ones that i really really enjoy and i actually it took me a couple of years to get Zoe to watch it, but she finally watched it and we, we enjoyed it. Um, was Jingle All the Way. I really liked that movie. Oh, classic so, Jingle All the so, Way. It's so classic. And Arnold like, Schwarzenegger, there's Sinbad, so many funny oh, lines and funny scenarios. It's silly, but it's really Tom funny. Arnold too, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, and just the imagination of it is really good. And It just seems kind of like an f- old farcical movie, like from the 40s or something, 30s or 40s. It just... It could be like that because it's just like there's a guy and he's trying to get a thing and then there's another dude who's like trying to stop him. And But it's like in kind of a comedy modern world setting or whatever or whatever. So anyway, I that's love a good the, I love the reindeer part. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you? OK, so what's one for you? Uh, one of my favorites, and it's only become a favorite, I would say, in the last like, I don't know, I think I'm not sure when it came out. I remember seeing it. I remember watching it when it came out. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um, that's another good one that's on there too that I was looking at. Um, it's called Rare Exports. Have you heard of it? Isn't it? Isn't it kind of a horror movie? It's a it's a horror Christmas movie. It came out in 2010. Like a horror comedy, right? <laughs> so yeah. So I've it's uh, I've I've known it for about ten years now. It's been one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And it's this like they these people in Iceland. I want to say is where it takes place. Let me look. Let me double check. I want to say it's Iceland. Uh, Got a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy crap! Yeah, it's so it's these uh, these guys. They're excavating in this mountain trying to find Santa Claus, like the real Santa Claus, like not uh-huh. like ho 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 Santa Claus. Like this is a fucking like Krampus style demon Santa Claus. Holy shit! And so they're wow. they're trying to they're trying to find like that's what the legends say. So they're trying to find the Santa Claus, and what they do is they find something in the mountain, and these like yeah, they're trying to sell it to like the highest bidder to whoever wants to buy it, and uh, it's just like a really this and obviously there's this little kid whose dad is working on the mountain. Little kid goes and he's like, oh, things are happening. People like our livestock are dying, and there's weird things happening, and. You know, they find out that it's like, oh, the Santa's elves are coming. You know, watch out for Santa's elves. And, you know, oh my God. it's just, it's, yeah, you, it, I, it's one of my favorite movies, let alone Christmas movies. It's, it's, really? it's obviously, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really dark. It's, you, it's subtitled, so you have to worry about that. And yeah, I, know, I, I'm fine with horror <clears throat> movies. It's uh, so fucking fun. It's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check it. We'll watch it. We'll watch it for sure. Um, when, if we're on the subject of that kind of like more macabre sort of flavor of a Christmas movie, um, I really love Krampus. I thought oh it was yeah, a lot see that's great. that's funny because when I said, you know, when I said before, like, oh, that's another good one. That was uh, yeah, it was, Kramp- I was yeah. Krampus. I was looking yep. up because I was like, I want to talk about Krampus this episode, and then I was like, you know, it'd be fun to talk about that 2015 Krampus movie. Dude, it was so good. Like it, it was really it good. Felt, it was really good, and you know what? It felt like a movie that. But not in a cheap way. It felt like a movie that could have come out in the 80s. Like, the yeah. way they did, for the most part, the way they did the special effects with, like, practical, like, robots and... Like the little pu- gingerbread pu- men. Puppets and stuff like that. There was some CGI, and that's fine. Um, but the way that they did it just reminded me so much of, like, a movie that could have come out in the 80s or something that I would have loved as a kid. Um, yeah. So that very, was... Very kind of, like... Like they taking themselves seriously, but at the same time, it's a little bit like uh, I don't want to say hokey, but it's like got that like cheese factor to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a lesson, and you know, and it's it's more of a you know, and, and you know, it's funny. It's a really accessible horror movie in a lot of ways too, because it's PG thirteen, and you think, oh, that would really sanitize that would really sanitize it, but it really doesn't. It's still scary and still fun. It doesn't and, have Adam Scott in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Adam, yeah. Let's see, Adam Scott. Uh, I don't know who half these people are. Well, what about what's her name from uh, Tony Collette from freaking Hereditary? Tony Collette, yeah. Yeah. MJ Anthony, uh, Stephanie Laviv Owen. What's his name? Champ, Champ Kind are. from from Anchorman. Champ Kind. Oh yep, yep. But yeah, yeah. that's a that's a. I love uh, the that, both yeah. really good ones. I love the design of Krampus when you finally get to see him. I love how he just has his mouth open all the time. It looks kind of fake, but that's what's kind of fun about it. He's just like I mean, mouth. in a in a way, that's how Krampus oh used to look. He was just like you yeah. know, like ha, ha. yeah. It was just it was creepy. I like Krampus in uh, American Dad. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and then, like, eventually, Stan's dad becomes Krampus. Mm-hmm. That's a weird storyline stuff. It is a really weird storyline. I mean, their whole storyline with Santa and how like they want to, how Santa wants to kill them, and but you know, like 
he liked Jeff, and then he's like, okay, Jeff, you're part of their family now. We're Every Christmas we're going to try and come kill the Smith family. And it's like, <laughs> okay, that's sure. <laughs> that's so bizarre. It's because Santa's evil and Krampus is good. Yeah. We'll probably do that. We'll probably watch Krampus. We'll probably watch Christmas uh, Simpsons episodes. We usually we try to do that the last couple of years. Um, Bob's is always a good Christmas. Bob's we always, always watch good. the Bob's Christmases. Yeah, those are good. Um, even there, uh, what's that? There's an I episode of get... Bob's that's like the Krampus. I think so. Yeah, I think I I, I sort of remember that. And then um, so yeah, I'll, I'll watch if I can get a hold of them. I'll watch the old Peanuts stuff and. Um, we found that on DVD a few years ago at the oh, store, yeah? and it was like score. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's like the holiday ones, like the the, the little tree, and then the, the great pumpkin. Pumpkin, caper is, one, yeah, it's pumpkin. caper. <laughs> it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> there you go. The great pumpkin caper. <laughs> I know you're thinking of the Muppets. By the way, Rare Exports is on Hulu if you wanted to watch it. I believe it's on Hulu or it's on Netflix. It's on one of those two, but definitely. I think you guys should watch it before the next episode. That way you can tell us what can, you think. Yeah, I can talk about it. I'll, I'll watch it again for like the thousandth time. I'll try to. <laughs> okay. Should I bring forth this? Not God, should I bring forth? Should I say a serious uh, Christmas movie now? Like an actual sure. fun one? Mm-hmm. I... Muppet's favorite what? Christmas movie ever. Muppet's Christmas Carol. Muppet's Christmas Carol? Muppet's Christmas Carol is my favorite oh, Christmas movie, hands down. Oh, that's so Any day good. of the week. Like, it's just, it's perfect. I mean, I'm a huge just, like, Muppet fan to begin mm-hmm. with. I love the Muppets more than anything. They're, they've been with, they've been one of my loves for, like, I just one of my loves. They've been one of my, like, I've just loved them for a while. So Even it's just like lesser movies are enjoyable. So we just got the Muppets Wizard of Oz like a month ago and watched it. And oh my God, that one is God awful. But I, it was so is it really bad. Funny. It's <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's not great. It's like, uh, what is, I don't even know. Quentin Tarantino made a cameo appearance in Muppet Wizard of Oz. That's really weird. It was weird because he was like, <laughs> Build, he was billed on the uh, box, but we're like, what is he in it? And he was in it for like 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. Listening, uh, send us some messages on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Send us some messages on, like, call us, text us. Ask yeah, us some ask questions. Us, we want ask us weird questions. We want to get some ask us, questions. Yeah. Ask us questions that are difficult to answer so we can have a discussion. <laughs> I think we made that last person that was texting us constantly feel bad because we haven't gotten any texts from them since we started like harassing them. I'm not harassing them. I don't know. We I'm not saying we were, but we we talked about them a lot on the air. Oh yeah, sure. Well, I mean that's fine. Hey, whoever you are, come back. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the day on podcast.